0: Blog Talk Radio The great city playboys They're always around To help build your hope up They'll help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing Worth singing about
1: Jeebus, what a fuck week it has been. Welcome to Blaze and Rye Backstage, Valentine's Day edition. Hope you're listening on a Friday night. Our first ever Friday show between the two shows that we do here at Blaze and Rye Radio. Anyway, it's Friday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, or as uh, I like to call it, shit. Please welcome (laughs) the Sade to my batter-in-law, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you?
2: Good yume. you, man. I So my my
1: my So this is, you know, our, our Valentine's Day show or Singles Awareness Day. How do you feel about this holiday?
0: Oh, it's tough.
3: I think if I had a girlfriend or a significant other or whatnot, uh, I think it would be a much better day. But, you know, it's just another day like any other day, and it's Friday, so I,
1: I'm excited about that. That's for sure. And a long weekend. Yeah, yeah that is true. Although, I have a hunch. I'm not oh. sure. You know, I have a distinct feeling, John Week, yeah. that somebody today was acting real crazy in front of you, and you're dying to tell me about it. Am I right?
3: Uh, yeah, today was a weird day. Everybody was acting the fool today. I don't know what was going on. It was like um, people, it, some some people in relationships were, were very happy and others were not. I don't know. I, I, I want to see the statistics on how many couples actually break up on Valentine's Day, actually. I would like to know that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, because, you know, Valentine's Day is a day for the ladies usually and mm-hmm. these uh guys uh it's not it's not a holiday for guys and no they guys don't you know I feel like it's one of those things where people who are in relationships or marriages or whatever it's a very difficult day to get right uh in a, say, you know, say we're talking heterosexual couples here, and even, I I feel like still even amongst gay couples, Valentine's Day is just still, there's still something about it that just seems very lady-oriented to me, so I don't know if it's as, you know, maybe it is as important to gay guys, I don't know, if I was ever in a fucking relationship on Valentine's Day, I would know, um, but, uh tough one to get right if you were to take a girl out uh valentine's day tonight and say you've been dating uh, six months what would you do what would be your night oh my gosh well (laughs) probably a dinner and a movie kind of
3: thing or maybe just dinner and then go back home and you know i'd probably just get her the usual chocolates and flowers and Six, six months—you really can't do much else. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. I don't, so you say you got to some it, evil chocolates and flowers. Yeah, some evil chocolates <laughs> and flowers. I would, you know, put a little poison in them, but uh, you know, not too much. But uh, no, I wouldn't. You know, I would just have a good time, go out. I, I heard a couple today. I heard a guy say, um, and, and in front of his like girlfriend of like six years, she was like. Oh, Valentine's Day, I don't celebrate it. It's such a commercial holiday. We don't don't believe in it. And you can see, like, the the expression on the girl's face. And she kind of believes that, but she doesn't really. And I don't know if he's digging his own grave or he just doesn't want to um, buy her chocolates or something like that. I mean,
2: you know, buy someone chocolate. That's it. That's Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually in quite, even though I started off the show on a negative note, that was not my intention and I am in quite good spirits and it is Friday and it is a three day weekend and house of cards is back on Netflix. Do you watch that? I don't No. Oh my God, you must. It's, it's so amazing. Um, but, uh, let's, uh, let's just, uh, you know, let's, let's give some people some things here. We got, uh, if you go to com and uh, you're looking for, you know, it's very hard to get Valentine's Day right. You're looking for uh, a gift at the last moment. Just go to com. Click, uh, click on the banner for, uh, for Amazon on the main webpage there, and it'll take you where you, you can get instant delivery Valentine's Day gift cards that you could email or print at home. And so, you know, guys, if you fuck this one up, it's not too late. You got gift cards with instant delivery. Uh, Also, up to 70% off on uh, a bunch of DVDs on Amazon this week. And uh, up to 75% off romantic dinners, getaways, and spa experiences for Valentine's Day via Amazon Local. Just uh, go to blazingryoradio.com for that. Um, also, what you can do is click on our backstage portion of blazingryoradio.com. And uh, on the bottom of that page, John Leach, do you like going to movies? Oh, all the time, of course. Okay. Well, go to Rye Radio Dot com. Click on the, the backstage uh, title, the backstage header on the top of the page. And we got two Fandango deals there. Everybody uses Fandango now. Everyone buys their tickets online. And what you can do is you can get a pair of love songs, not just one song, but two songs, two free songs with any Fandango ticket purchase. It doesn't matter if you bought three tickets, two tickets, one ticket. Yes. You get two Songs with any Fandango purchase. That banner is on the bottom of the page at blazingroyeradio.com under the backstage header. Also, you can give the gift of movies and be entered for a chance to win a year's worth of movie date nights when you buy a Fandango gift card. And lastly, um, there is a banner on the backstage portion of our website for adamevetoys.com. Now, I know I just said the website name, but don't go directly there. Make sure you do it through our site so you get the deals. Go to blazingrayradio.com, click on the backstage header, and go click immediately on this Adam for a, at, sorry AdamEToys.com. You'll save ten dollars instantly when you sign up for email. You know, you do that, and uh, there's some fucking you can once you get to the, the site, you can find the elusive you can find the elusive G spot. With the free kit, uh, you know you get a free for for finding the G spot. It's a 24.95 value. You don't have to spend the 25 bucks, and you can please your your lady or your man. Um, you got sex toys for couples like rabbit vibrators. I'm not sure exactly what they are. I don't know if they come with their own rabbits as well. Uh, but you got nipple clamps, realistic dildos, penis rings, anal toys, kinky bondage. Uh, you got Great gear for guys, too. Pumps, you got strokers, you got penis rings, dolls, prostate toys. Uh, you can shop the guy toolbox there. And there's also, John Leach, you're not going to believe this, but there is the Anal Fantasy Collection. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, and what this is- one, feature features comfort, versatility, and safety in every product. comes with a free five-piece prep kit. So if you're mm-hmm. looking for some... Anal pleasure. Go to com and click on the banners for com.
4: Find your wow. perfect
3: vibrator in minutes. How about that, Weeks? That's right. That's amazing. I mean, uh, you know, even after Valentine's Day, you, should, you know, get a little something, get a little uh, spice up the love life. That's a, that's a great uh, collection there that they got. Jeez.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know what I, I learned this now was, uh you know, never do three fucking ads in a row. What the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs>
1: How boring was that for everyone listening? But really, they are. That was not boring. Talking. That was I liked it. It was good. <laughs> um, oh, man. It's been such a weird day, man. It's been a weird day. I feel like Mercury is in Gatorade again. We got the full moon going. It's just like there's People are acting fucking crazy. There was like a, a bus accident that we walked by today. And there was like the EMTs were going into the pizza shop down the block and I don't know what's <laughs> happening but I feel like either, either it's the full moon or that it's Valentine's Day or that it's the three day weekend or I think it's maybe all of it combined. It's really fucking up some shit. I really
3: agree with that actually. I think it's the weather. I think it's like it was just an awfully long-feeling week this week. And then um, on top of that, you have, like, two holidays that really don't matter a whole lot. I mean, President's Day is great because we get it off, and, you know, our presidents <laughs> are great. But, you know, it, 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 those two holidays are, like, the most minor of all holidays. It's like, and, you know, it's just like not a 100% week. This is like a 30% week where everybody's just kind of, like, dragging around. It's like zombie week. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, a zombie week of fucking maniac zombies
0: <laughs>
1: um, not that I've ever met any normal zombies uh, you know what weeks i'm in this I'm in this show on Monday night that I was trying to you know, invite my friends to. It's a, a reading of a, a thing called Know You Tell It. It's a, it's a storytelling show. And I, I made the mistake of, I don't know how, you know, I don't know how this group text messaging works anymore because what I did was I turned off group messaging in order, so, you know, so that people would not bond to the entire thread. And apparently right. whatever I did was wrong because people are asking me, you know, delete me from delete me from thread, please, blah, blah, blah. Like not even responding to it, so I have pissed off all you know a ton of my friends, and uh, and 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 they're getting all these other random messages from my other friends, even though I'm only looking at them singularly. Uh, I don't I, I don't know how to, you know I I feel bad that I you know I I tried to do something good for the show promote the show uh, that that we're doing Monday night and and it's just you know now now they're definitely not going to come. Oh
2: uh, well you know
3: they're going to get pissed off about that and you know. They should to just get over it, man. You know, I I've been pissed off plenty of times with group text texting messages and getting people's messages. You know, sometimes really friendly ones. And I'm like, oh, this girl likes me. Oh, wrong person. Send them up there. You know, and you know, but you know that's that's fine. You know, and then the same thing with emails. You know, mistakes happen, whatever. And uh, you know, actually, I, I find it quite funny, and I, I like to stay on those email lists just to.
0: Kind of like a little chuckle every
3: once in a while. <laughs> well, actually, actually the, the, the amount of people you pissed off is probably equal to the amount of people that you made happy. So, I mean, you know, it's all equal in the end.
1: It's all <laughs> relative, I guess. And while yeah. we're on that, there's uh, what this is is a storytelling show called No, You Tell It. The theme this show this month is Lock and Key. And what it is, I'll read you the description. Um, Mm -hmm. Our directors, Mike Dressel, Kelly Jean Fitzsimmons, and Erica Merritt Iverson are happy to invite you to the first Know You Tell It of 2014. Please join us for a night of stories about the ways we lock ourselves in and the key to breaking out with switched-up stories from Valerie David, Ryan Holmes, a.k.a. Asshole, Stella Farisi, Kaufman, (laughs) And Richard Lovejoy. Isn't that a great name, Richard Lovejoy? I do like that name, yeah. It's a very happy name. Dick Lovejoy. Love it, you know? (laughs) Stories, prizes, drinks, and you. What could be better? Bring a friend or three. No, You Tell It is a reading series that switches up the storytelling. Each No You Tell It performer writes a true life tale and then trades with a partner to present each other's story. Visit... KnowYouTellIt.com for more information, and listen to previous installments at their site. Um, what it is for? Please come on down, everyone. It's a holiday, and we could probably use use people in the seats uh, Monday at seven o'clock. And it is at Jimmy's Number Forty Three, which is Forty Three East Seventh Street, New York, New York, one zero 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 three. And uh, uh, you know, it's 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 a really interesting idea. We all have been meeting, doing rehearsals, and uh, I didn't even realize it until last night, but we do not hear our, the other person tell our story until the show. So Ooh. we switch up the stories, and you know this whole lock and key business, I made mine about um, telling my friend Bryce, a.k.a. Paco, that I had feelings for him in Los An- when I lived in Los Angeles, so somebody else is going to read my story, and I'm going to read her story. And, uh, you know, that's that's what my uh, – that is going to be the tail end of my President's Day weekend. I I would be
3: excited to see this if I could. I mean, uh,
1: I, I, I read
3: I – uh, hopefully I can say this. I read what you wrote, and it was amazing. So just seeing this back okay. it out would be even better. I mean, uh, touching, engaging – And this whole idea is very innovative, I think. You know, it's something I would like to see. Uh, um, Tape it or something. Come on.
1: (laughs) I think they do record them, at least the audio.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Good. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. Good. (laughs) Um, You know, John Weeks, I don't know if it's because uh, I'm getting older or because I've given up on many aspects of life, (laughs) but there is nowhere else I'd rather be than right here with you right now on this February 14th, 2014. You know, I can't agree with you more, and what a great Valentine's Day it is
3: because of that. I mean, uh, you know, the week has been terrible. People have let me down throughout the entire week. You know, and uh, you know, but this show and you, you yourself never let me down, and it, it's fun to do, and it, it's joyous. It's a love joy, relationship <laughs> here. but is it a dick love joy? That's right. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Did you say? It? <laughs> so fun. It show's just great.
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Right back at you, my friend. Now, How I, I you think you're, um why don't we talk about some some problems? that I have uh, in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, let's do that, please. I love these problems. You know, here's the thing. You know how you say that you're really bad at washing hands and the water will just splash all over the place? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I am just as bad at drying my hands. I never leave a bathroom with dry hands or a kitchen or anything. I never fully dry them and then I go and handle, like, electronics and stuff I shouldn't. I just don't... I cannot dry my hands for the life of me. I, I think I just maybe grab a towel and just lose patience and put it down and then fucking the hand dryers. Forget about those shit. So what, what, what do you think about this issue? I don't think that that's
3: that bad of an issue with the drying. I mean, um... You know, of course, you don't want wet hands, but, uh, I mean, the washing part is more important than the drying. And I I agree with you on the drying part. It's very annoying. Some of those machines that dispense paper towels are like a pain in the ass. It's like a workout to get the uh, damn paper towel. And then you have some of those dryers. Have you ever used those new hand dryers? I think they're, like, made by the same company that made the Dyson and they have the, you know, the air conditioners or the fans. Those things are so loud. It's like a jet combustion engine. Uh, you know, and my ears like blow off, you know, when it, when they go on, and it's just so ridiculous. So I I, I am anti-drying, all the way through. Um, I'm pro washing hands, but I just make a complete mess of myself. You know, I I, I almost like uh, take a bath in the uh, the sink. You know, I, I, I get the <laughs> water all over my hands. I get it on my shirt. The top of my shirt is almost like soaked. And then uh, you know, I'm leaning over the counter, so. Uh, whatever you know, people who don't clean up the the sink after they leave, they leave water on the the uh, countertop. I'm leaning over, it gets all over my crotch. So when I leave the bathroom <laughs> yes, yes yes. When I leave the bathroom it looks like I pissed myself and I uh the the the
1: sink exploded all over my chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I have you know, I have the whole crotch piss problem as well. <laughs> the whole you know, you got the uh, you you you're up on the counter, and then next thing you know, you're walking back to your desk, looking like you had an accident. And
3: uh, I, it's the best when that happens, 'cause I'm usually it's a long walk through the hallway to get back to my seat, and I'm like dodging people. I'm trying to pick random things up off the floor, you know, <laughs> putting it over my cross area. I'm smiling at people, making sure that they don't look down.
1: Uh, it's, ah. it's quite humorous. You actually pretend you're picking things up off the floor while you walk <laughs> yes. down the hallway? I do. I do. I'll pick up,
3: like, random pieces of paper and, like, throw them out. I'll pretend like I'm going to the
1: garbage can or something. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> you became the janitor again.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Listen, believe it or not, my, you know, people have dream jobs, you know, when they were little kids. People, some people wanted to be, you know, cops. Some people want to be fire firemen or whatnot. I wanted to be a garbage man.
0: <laughs> on, no really? I'm not
3: even I'm not even lying. I want, and I it, part of me still wants to be be one. You know, it's just like society molded this view of garbage men to be so disgusting and terrible, and uh, now I can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can still be a garbage man. I actually may. I may. I. I uh, it's actually not a bad
3: job.
0: Good benefits. Yeah. Well,
1: that. Yeah. You're, I hope you don't do that. But it, it was no disrespect. Um, it was uh, my my friend Justin the other day. I was talking about the whole when you got possessed by to become that janitor that night in the casino <laughs> at four a.m. Dustin said it was his destiny to be possessed. By what whatever was going on that night, it's like The Shining, where he is one with the hotel.
0: <laughs> yes, that happened.
3: Sometimes you just, you know, uh, I think the ghost of the former janitor of the the place took over me, and uh, I just wanted to clean incessantly, just clean everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, how the t- turntables! Whisper sweet
0: nothings.
1: (laughs) Um, Here's the other bathroom issue that I have. You know those, uh, when you you go in to a public bathroom to take a shit, and they have the toilet seat cover things, those paper things? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know how I'm supposed to use them. Let me tell you what I've been doing. I, what I do is take it out and rip, rip the sides so that the bottom of it goes into the toilet while the rest of it stays around the seat. Now, I know b Mars told me one time he puts the thing down and then he loves the sound of his shit going through the paper to bring the middle of it down into the toilet. Now, what is the proper way to use these things? To tell you the truth, I don't know. I've tried
3: using them before, and I find them terribly impossible to use. I mean, first of all, they don't stay on the toilet. They don't stay in place. I mean, you need to, sometimes I should just bring a roll of tape in there and tape it down.
0: And then, um,
3: you know, I don't know what to do with it. I, I, I feel like uh, you, you should punch through the, the the center of it and rip off that part the toilet seat kind of part and then just put it on the side but I don't even know how, it just doesn't stay there it's terrible I think I, I need to invent a better way to do it but um, I don't use those I just take a little toilet paper wipe the actual toilet seat and I'll probably all, all I'm probably doing with that is spreading the germs around what about
1: these guys that get uh they get a they walk into the bathroom, get a paper towel, wet it at the sink, and then go into the stall and wipe down the toilet seat with the wet paper towel and then cover it with the paper thing. What do you think of those guys?
3: Uh, well, I think that's really a bit much. I mean, um, I guess it makes sense, but I don't know. I, I, it's just using a uh, wet towel without any kind of chemicals or anything that gets disinfected. You're really not cleaning it. I think you're just spreading those germs all around. Just them on the towel. But then it's going to be on your hands. And then you're going to use that hand to do whatever you're going to do.
0: Uh,
1: it's, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh? By the way, uh, anyone who's listening, um, please call in. We want to talk to you tonight. We want to know yeah. why, why the hell you're listening to this on Valentine's Day. We want to know. <laughs> Call 917-388-4131. That's 917-388-4131, and press 1, so I know you want to talk to us. Also, you may tweet at us with your questions, concerns, or comments, please, or criticism. At, bla- uh, at, at BR Backstage. That's B as in blazing, R as in Ryan backstage. That's at BR Backstage. Tweet us. Tweet us, tweet us. Um we're doing the chat room at Block Talk Radio. Oh, weeks there was a weird um message from a user on Block Talk Radio last week named Sean Joyce and what oh, I think I took a picture of it and sent it to you. Do you remember <laughs> what it said by any chance?
3: I know this young lad, Sean Joyce. I know him very well. You know, uh, this was, person? Uh, I was I was one of, I was a groomsman at his wedding. Uh he's I know this lad. He's a uh, a year younger than me, we both went to Hamden High and Hamden Middle. Uh, he's a good, 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 great guy. He's a he's one of my better friends from uh, high school years and a uh, smart, intelligent dude and a great wife, and he has a child on the way, and uh, he, he told me he loves the show. He loves both of us. That's great.
1: Why, why the hell can't I? What, what, do you remember what the picture was? Uh...
3: uh. No, I don't. I don't remember what he wrote exactly.
1: I don't either, and I don't see it in this damn... Let me, let me do this. I'm going to put you on
3: speaker through.
1: Okay. Okay. So I'm trying to look. I think I took a picture of it, and I'll... I know he asked your advice on something. Uh, oh, here it is. Okay. Sean Joyce says, Can Mr. Weeks give a suggestion for being a lady's choice?
0: <laughs> uh, what does that mean? Uh,
3: well, I mean, uh, I, the only suggestion I could give is Sean Joyce is the true lady's choice.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't even know, but we have a, we no, have well, a real...
3: no, listen. We were Sean Joyce was a four-time consecutive class president of his Hammond High class, which is a huge achievement into itself. I was a one-time uh, class president, and uh, we would always have these kind of slogans for each other. Uh, you know, John Weeks, he's a beast, and Sean Joyce, he's a lady's choice. And that's why he's he, you know, it's like, it's like an inside kind of thing. And, uh, you know, there's no one better than Sean Joyce. He's a great kid, and uh, he is the true lady's choice. <laughs>
1: Nice. Well, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but guess what time it is. Oh, my God. It's the Hot Mess Awards. It is the Hot Mess Awards, and we have another caller as well. I see you on the line. We're going to bring Tom Fogarty in, and we'll get to you right after that. So let's open it up. the the oh, love the mess, love the, mess,
0: love the mess. Please, love the mess, love the the, mess, 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 love the, love the mess. Mess. And from Duboka Vista, Tom
2: Fogerty. Hey, Tom Fogerty, with his back what
0: i
3: What is that?
0: It's
3: a, it's a song. I know it's a
0: song.
4: He's stroking.
0: What was that? <laughs> Fire, what
2: was choking. that? Fire?
1: Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 hey, hey, what? Was, <laughs> what was all that noise?
4: I be stroking. I'm uh
0: stroking.
1: So, how are you doing this this fine Valentine's <laughs> Friday? I'm
4: fine. Got a full moon over the lakes down here in Orlando and
0: Woo i will
4: be all by my lonesome and I'm stroking. Ooh. <laughs> and, and
0: who
1: are who seven three two will get to you right before the joke off. Who, sire, are your hot mess awards tonight?
4: Well, my first one has gotta be Chris Catane. Have you seen this video of him?
1: No. No, what happened?
4: Apparently, he was on a plane a few days ago, and he was just shit-faced, intoxicated, kept mumbling that he needed his medication, he needed his medication. He was so fucked up that the flight attendants and the pilots actually radioed ahead to get, like, you know, EMS there for him. He managed to elude that, got in his car and then crashed it before, I guess, you know, hitting the freeway and leaving the whole
1: airport parking lot.
4: I think so maybe he sure. had one,
1: one too many I'm nights sure. at the Roxbury. Yeah.
4: I'm not sure who's the hotter mess, though. You know, the people for letting him fucking get in his car and take off. for <laughs> him. I mean, you, look at the video. Just just pull up the video for Chris Catane drunk on a plane. And, I mean, he can barely stand up. So how he made it through his car, and luckily he just ran into some some barriers. He didn't hit another car or anybody.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a mess. True and Norm MacDonald hate each other. Did you know that? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they hate each other. Yeah. Wow. Um, Who is your second hot mess, sire?
4: My second hot mess has got to be that little faux lesbian group that went by the name of Cat Two. You remember a few years back? Oh yeah, well, they I remember did something that, yeah. recently, right? Russian women. Well, yeah. they were actually allowed to perform at the opening ceremony for the Olympics. And you know, that doesn't oh, wow. exactly jibe well with the fact that, you know, gays are just being sort of rounded up off the streets there and put in a gulag <laughs> some fucking place. Right. But but they you know, they were interviewed and they came out and they said, Well, you know, everybody knows that the other one's married with two kids and I just got engaged and I'm about to be married. So it's like their whole, like, little faux lesbian act is sort of up. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah.
1: Well, then what's the point? are Sam? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and that's who's like your third
4: I'm hot mess?
1: Gonna,
4: that's like saying I'm just going to stick the head in. My, <laughs> my third hot mess has got to be for the little fucking bitch tantrum that Drake threw Ooh. today over being bumped from the cover of The Rolling Stone, which he claims he was promised for giving the interview that he gave, and they bumped him for Philip Seymour Hoffman. And Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, like saying, you know, R.I.P. Philip, and I understand, you know, it's, it's news, and maybe he is a bigger fucking deal than Drake. No, he had to be totally classless and,
1: like, flip his little fucking Canadian gizzard over it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I did read that he apologized. Do you believe that that apology was sincere?
4: Uh, no, because I think it was probably his handlers after the backlash started because he yeah. immediately pulled the tweets and the messages that he had sent out. I mean, that's just ridiculous. you know. So here he plays this whole sort of he's above the fray and a little classier than everybody else, and he ends up being a junkyard dog just like, you know. For yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, We're boy. going home. Yeah, that's. What I was just thinking, maybe he's going home. So <laughs> no, he's going. He better be going home. <laughs> All right, let's take this caller seven three two. You're on with Tom Fogarty, John Weeks, and and Rye. Hey, what's going
2: on, guys? It's Mike. Hey, Mike. What's up, Mike? Uh, I got a quick question for you. I've been, <laughs> I've been throwing this joke around. Some people hate oh, yeah, joke. Yes, yes. I got a joke. Some people hate it. Some people love it. And I want to know what your guys' truthful, honest opinion is on it. May, may I, may I say the joke? Of course, we. Yeah, we're here. Definitely.
1: All right. Tom all right. Cozy, here we may go. Mike shares joke.
2: So I'm sharing the joke here. This is this is what's going on. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm standing in line Friday last Friday night uh, for the Lego Movie. Uh, you know, I had a good good cast of characters, it, it, it was worth my $11, whatever the case may be, um, but, you know, as I'm standing in line for the show, you know, where there's a mix of characters in the line, you know, of course, you have, you know, kids of our generation, you know, parents and children, and it got us kind of thinking, you know, like, the, you know, we used to play with Legos when we were kids, you know, and now look at them, they're on the, the, the big screen, you know, and they got real actors with their names behind it. So I go to one of the kids, jokingly, man, I remember when, when I was a kid, you know, the Legos were actually toys. They weren't actors. And nowadays, all the kids want to know is, uh, are, are these Legos gluten-free? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that funny or no? Is that, is that uh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Kids nowadays, you know? Uh what do you think about yeah, that I gotta, I gotta work on the delivery but I think there's there's, there's something funny
3: there uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely funny actually it's very much an intergenerational uh, joke I like it I get it and I like it a lot actually. <laughs>
0: and,
2: and well, Tom, Tom Fogarty what about you huh
0: <laughs> <laughs> did
2: you enjoy
1: the joke
4: I'm still licking my Lego. <laughs>
1: um,
2: Mike, were you lubed up for that joke? I was I was a little lubed, you know, just, just oh, the occasional 10-minute cool. oil change. Yeah, just a quick one. <laughs> All right, buddy. Anything else you could do for you tonight? Well, I'll tell you what. I was shoveling yesterday, and my car was in my driveway in my garage. I was stuck on the driveway. I took my hat off and put it on top of the car, thinking, you know, I'll get it uh, later. And now I'm driving, and I realize that my hat is somewhere on the Bell Parkway, and I'm a little pissed about it. So that's all I got. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that, my friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. Have a good weekend, guys.
3: Thanks, thanks, Mike.
1: You take it easy. Have a good weekend. All right. That that was Mike. Mike. I like that joke. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, now that we're all we got nice and uh, you know they they uh, they 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 looped us up first. Mike did. So let's get on with it. Um, yeah, let's do we're it. Gonna, we're going to tell a series of jokes now. We call it joke off. We do it every blazing ride backstage. Tom Fogarty, kick us off.
4: Yep. Yeah, okay. The
1: Obama administration is grappling
4: with whether or not to send a drone after an American citizen they view as a threat. It turns out Joe Biden wanted to send a drone after Hillary
1: Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) President Obama welcomes French President Francois Hollande to the White House Tuesday night for a lavish state dinner, bringing presidential adultery to the White House since 1992. Shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: The Kansas State House advanced a bill on Tuesday aimed at granting public and private employers the right to deny services, including unemployment benefits and foster care, to same-sex couples Ugh. on the basis of religious freedom. Apparently, there was no
1: emphasis on regular freedom. <laughs>
4: Not at all.
1: That's bad. This wow. Despite John Boehner originally agreeing with President Obama that immigration reform should be considered a priority... It's since become less important to the Speaker of the House. John Stewart said on Tuesday's Daily Show, there was one major problem, Republicans. <laughs> Republicans also said there was one major problem, Mexicans.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh snap. You know, yeah. Snap. Yeah. Crackle <laughs> pop. <laughs> Senator Rand Paul recently said on Meet the Press that Bill Clinton quote took advantage of a girl that was 20 years old and an intern in his office. There is no excuse for that and that is predatory behavior. You know what else is predatory behavior Rand? Shutting down the government, you fucking dump ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. In a
3: Tuesday interview on Fox News America, New, America's newsroom, Republican strategist Carl Rove questioned Rand Paul for beating up on Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, adding that this move might not look like a big agenda, Senator Paul, for the future of the country. I'm sorry. I was distracted by hell having just frozen over.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> and their are
1: I- What?
4: And they're ice skating in Sochi on it.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Star of HBO's Looking, Jonathan Groff, revealed to <laughs> E! Online that his celebrity crush is Frank Ocean, whereas all other gay men's celebrity crush is Jonathan Groff. <laughs> you think? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Give me some of that.
3: A Cincinnati girl who was beaten and tied to her bed emailed her teacher, who then called 911, which led to the authorities arresting the girl's mother, grandmother, and stepfather. When the teacher was questioned by the police, she said, Man,
4: I have friends with those dudes.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. Waka waka. <laughs> An Oregon man named Jeremy Claus punched a man in the face whom he caught pleasuring himself while gazing at Klaus's daughter. The master then pleaded, Please stop hitting me. I need to
2: come before I give my sermon!
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that girl was five years old. Oh my goodness
0: <laughs>
3: The FBI has caught the suspected culprit in 30 bank robberies known as the Cyborg Bandit when he wears a metallic gray mask and also known as the Elephant Man when he wears a cloth with eye holes cut out. If you ask me, he wouldn't have gotten caught if he went with the Chamel the Bandito costume.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Chicago writer Evelyn Lauer wrote an article called Five Reasons Why I Waited Until 30 to Marry, in which she included reasons like love is not determined by age and love is an adventure and I don't want it to end at 23. Larry King then came out with an article on why he waited until 30 to marry and then 40 and then 50 and then 60 and then 70 And then a (laughs) hundred.
4: Yep. And I bet they were all (laughs) gluten-free.
1: Like those Legos. Yep. Mm -hmm.
4: Barbie sales plummeted 13% worldwide last year, apparently because parents aren't buying the dolls for their daughters anymore, as they think Barbie creates a negative self-image for the girls. Oh. Now, some their moms are still buying Barbies for their daughters, and their daughters are bending Barbie backwards, burning her kids' <laughs> clothes, and leaving her in some drawers somewhere.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> California Republican Carl DeMaio,
3: the candidate for Congress, has released a campaign advertisement featuring his same-sex partner. When Rick Santorum saw the ad, he released his own wintry mix,
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 22-year-old yes. Swedish skier Henrik Harlow's pants fell down while skiing during the qualifiers for the Olympics on Thursday. In response, Russian President Vladimir Putin deemed the incident gay propaganda and banished Harlot from returning to Russia. <laughs> uh, you know what's scary?
0: You know what's Mello- scary? I don't know if that's a joke. That
4: little so That little dude was so cute.
1: Yeah. The one who pants
4: dropped? Yeah. Yeah. It turns out New Jersey Governor <laughs> Chris Christie owes his rise to some of the most toxic forces in the state. Some say the rise is his political power, and the forces are corrupt allies. I say the rise is in his weight. And the toxic forces are at Sonic, Burger, and White Castle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) On Wednesday, Comcast announced a $45 billion merger with Time Warner
2: Cable. Fuck, said everybody. Yeah, can you
0: imagine
4: that? Oh going be a disaster. With, I'm down here in Florida dealing with Comcast, my mother's, you know, cable outlet, and they're just a stupid. I mean, it's it's unbelievable.
1: It's oh, really it's unbelievable. Are they worse than Time Warner in New York?
4: Uh, pretty much the same, which you know makes perfect sense. <laughs>
1: you know, now
4: it's a, now it's a monopoly on ineptitude. Now
2: it's going to suck everywhere. W the idiocy. <laughs> Yep. What'd
1: you say, Weeks?
4: Now it's going to suck everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Florida police are searching for a young woman who screwed an 86-year-old World War II veteran out of several thousand dollars. She goes by Gina Marks, Gina De Prima, and Amanda Gina Marks, or as I call her, asshole. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: and continuing the lovely Sunshine State news... <laughs> Florida police are busy chasing Gina because they certainly aren't protecting young black men.
0: Oh.
4: Oh. Justice for Jordan Davis, please. Mm-hmm. Former Dallas uh. church youth pastor
3: Joshua Earld is going to jail after exchanging lewd images with a 16-year-old girl. Earld said, but I'm a pastor. This is what I am taught to do, man.
4: <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Matthew Undo of Pittsburgh is facing animal cruelty charges after using a machete to decapitate his mother's beloved chihuahua.
0: When
4: <laughs> questioned by the police, he insisted that fucking little gremlin wouldn't stop talking some shit about Taco Bell in Puerto Rican. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Weeks, would you, would you ever decapitate your mother's chihuahua with a machete? <laughs>
1: well, I like Taco Bell, so no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Closing savings were made this week in the murder trial of William Cormier III, who allegedly helped his twin brother bury a former Pensacola newspaper reporter by stuffing him into a plastic bin covering it in concrete, and burying him in the backyard. Now, if he was going to do this to a reporter, why, oh, why couldn't it have been Billy Bush? <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: also, police say a teenage boy in Georgia murdered his adoptive mother by bludgeoning her to death with a dumbbell. Boy, talk about deadlifts. <laughs>
3: Delaware pediatrician Melvin Morris is accused of waterboarding a child. I know my doctor said i got to hydrate more, but come on, Dr. Mel.
1: Oh, oh. you may be going to hell for that one. (laughs) Poor Dr. Mel R.I.P.
0: R.I.P.
4: Back to the lovely sunshine state, a Florida woman, <laughs> Melissa Bopp is behind bars after stabbing her husband in the stomach when he refused to go to the liquor store jesus h christ i don't even want to know what the hell she'd do if he doesn't if he refuses to bring home them damn happy meals. <laughs>
1: God damn it. A different joke was supposed to be before that one to make sense out of it, but we'll get to that one. All right. Akron, Ohio man Robert Keeper was arrested after he assaulted a 56-year-old postal worker after the weekend, over the weekend because of a late check. This may be the first case in history of a non-postal worker going postal on a postal worker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is the
4: postal worker a uh. peanut. A what? Was the postal worker a peanut?
0: <laughs>
1: he was know.
4: assaulted.
1: Uh, you know that you, you know those packing peanuts, sire? Yeah. Do you know that when I was shipping my stuff out to L.A. to my uncle's house when I was about to move there, this lady at U, UPS told me to get uh, packing peanuts, <laughs> and I thought like she meant actual peanuts, and I went to the store, like stop and shop, and I was going to buy, like, just a ton of real peanuts, and I, I, I stopped myself, but because I was like, this doesn't seem right, but I really almost did that.
4: <laughs> well, at least you would have had something to eat when you shipped yourself.
1: Uh, true. true. <laughs>
0: Pittsburgh
3: really? McDonald's employee Shantia Dennis, who allegedly put heroin in Happy Meals, says she was emotionally crushed by the charges. That is until she did some
1: heroin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That then <laughs> was supposed to be the Florida woman Melissa Bob joke with Jesus Christ. I don't know what she does to him when he refuses to get those Happy Meals. Okay. <laughs>
4: I'm pretty sure that this next story is about a woman who's a transplant from Florida.
1: She's now living in
4: Arizona. Her name is Carrie Gonzalez, and she's accused of having sex with a 15-year-old boy and then jumping out the win- his window naked. The boy's mother said she opened the door to the teen's room to find Gonzalez naked, crouching on the floor. She immediately jumped up and out the window and limped away, but came back almost immediately because she had her fucking ankle. Now, out of all the people to go to for help, I'm pretty fucking sure I wouldn't go to the mother of the child that I just fucked.
0: <laughs>
4: He's got to be from
0: Florida. Oh
3: my god. <laughs> Minnesota man Jason Willis has been placed on probation and given a 30 month ban from the internet after sending naked men to a neighbor's home as a prank. You did you tell me you were in
4: Minnesota? Yeah, and I bought my toaster, too.
0: <laughs>
1: local news stations around the country have been broadcasting from desks made of ice outside their studios. Ann Coulter found out and canceled all local news appearances due to the fact that she would melt if coming into contact with the ice.
4: <laughs> yeah... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, someone I'd like to see on ice Anderson Cooper He apologized Tuesday night For failing to censor Curse words that Michael Dunn Said in his testimony In the murder trial Of Jordan Davis Dunn of course is the man Who fatally shot the 17 year old Florida kid Whose music was too loud Dunn said the teen threatened him by saying, I should kill that motherfucker, and this shit is going down. (laughs) I forgot the punchline to the joke, because I was thinking about going to town on Anderson Cooper's rock-hard, silver, motherfucking albino dick. Uh, (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day, Anderson. (laughs) Rush Limbaugh insulted
3: Michelle Obama in the dress she wore to the state dinner this week with the president of France. He called the dress Marie Antoinette's dress and said it was bigger than the French president. He then said, don't get confused, that's Michelle Obama. I saw a picture of this from the rear. That's why I thought it was Oprah countered by saying... Last time I saw a picture of Rush, of Rush Limbaugh's rear, I thought it was Oprah. <laughs> uh,
4: uh, and you've got a big rear, and you've got a big rear, and you've got a big rear, and you've got a big rear. A big rear.
2: <laughs>
1: the vote to raise the death ceiling was shrouded in secrecy this week. Republicans were that scared of agreeing with Democrats. Uh, A group of senators is
4: planning to stage an all-night talk-a-thon About climate change next month Aimed at stirring fellow senators to action As usual, nothing
1: will actually get done (laughs) Three former California governors Including Gray Davis are backing a state ballot initiative that would speed up executions in the state. The executions won't be as fast, however, as Arnold Schwarzenegger executing Governor Davis out of office. <laughs> everybody get down. Get to the governor's mansion. Is that a good Schwarzenegger? <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> everybody.
4: Oh, it's everybody get down. Get to the governor's mansion. <laughs> Very
1: good. I think mine's the federal
4: judge, The
3: federal judge declared Virginia's gay marriage ban unconstitutional. Virginia? So how the fuck is it that Maine's governor is talking about a fellow state senator wanting to give it to people without Vaseline, let alone denying climate change and comparing the Obama administration to
4: the Holocaust? Yeah. I...
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> And to continue the absurdity, Ted Cruz announced a bill Wednesday, quote, the Obama administration should not be trying to force gay marriage on all 50 states. We should respect the states, and the definition of marriage should be left to democratically elected legislatures, not dictated from Washington. This bill will safeguard the ability of states to preserve traditional marriage for its residents, end quote. In response, Tom Fogarty said, hey, Teddy, <laughs> I got some preserves for you right here, blue Some juicy, frosty
0: preserves of
4: <laughs> for <them.">
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: nah, I ain't just whistling Dixie, neither.
2: I love how your voice for yourself is different than your own
1: voice.
0: <laughs> I'm a wizard.
1: That's right. <laughs> Senator John uh, John Weeks, I'm very sorry. These jokes tend to be very uh, politically lopsided this week. I try. I included at
0: least.
1: I at least included Bill Clinton's adultery. You got to give me credit for that. That's good. I'll give you credit for that. That's enough. That's enough. All right. Senator John McCain (laughs) tore into President Barack Obama's picks for ambassadorships on Thursday, calling the president's nominees clueless and ignorant in a Fox News interview. Right. Because John McCain, of all people, gets to criticize others for nominating the clueless. Oi! I like that one. That's,
0: that, that's, I agree with that.
3: That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> 26-year-old London woman, Tore Reynolds, cut a tattoo of her boyfriend's name out of her own skin with tweezers and sent the skin to her boyfriend wrapped as a gift after she found out he had been cheating on her. Now that is what I would call an overreaction. Also, this just in. Gross, bro! <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> someone needs to give her some Legos.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Facebook gender changes launched on Thursday aimed at giving people more choices in how they describe themselves such as androgynous, bigender, intersex, gender intersex, gender-fluid, or transsexual. I think this news is just shem-nominal.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: the United States Secretary of Labor, Thomas E. Perez, said this week, I find it a remarkable notion that McDonald's can't afford to pay an increase in the minimum wage but In-N-Out Burger can. He then said, especially since they can afford to sell heroin for the price of a Happy Meal. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Mm.
4: <laughs> Kim Kardashian snapped a photo of Chris Jenner pole dancing in a recent class where Chris has her legs in the air and spiky heels on her feet as she masters a complex position. She says she learned all her moves from her soon-to-be ex-husband, the lovely Miss Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Relatedly, sources say that Bruce Jenner will not be coming back for another season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, okay, Bruce may not be back, but Bruce Shietta will.
3: Martha Stewart's celebrity crush is Patrick Bateman in American Psycho, played by Christian Bale. Her attraction to Psycho started, of course, when she spent
4: time in the slammer. (laughs) My My estimation of Martha just went up a little.
1: (laughs) Taylor Swift cut her long locks on Tuesday. She then wrote a song about her breakup with her hair.
4: Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> in more music news Rapper Lil' Kim showed off her baby bump At the Blondes fashion show At Milk Studios on Wednesday night In New York City When reached for comment Her alleged boyfriend Floyd Mayweather Said Lil' Kim I thought I was fucking Lucy Lou. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so glad he said fucking Because I almost typed fucking and didn't But I'm so glad he said it anyway
3: <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio Turned down the role of Max Dennison In Disney's Hocus Pocus And more money than he'd ever imagined Because he was holding out for Gilbert Grape Gee, just too bad things didn't work out for him Yeah
1: Yeah Too bad oh.
0: just...
1: oh, that sucks. And that's the end of the Jackoff and tonight Thank you both so much for doing it On a Friday night On Valentine's Day On President's Day weekend uh, Tom Fogarty, you're the main man. Thank you so much for doing it, fire You got it,
4: boo. And I'm gonna have go a good weekend. I'm going back to stroking.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna release soon?
0: Bye, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Fogarty. Bye,
3: uh, like Tom Fogarty. You are the man.
0: <laughs> it's
3: just stroking i okay oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Okay, yeah.
0: I'm stroking I'm stroking mine <laughs> I'm stroking And I'm stroking
3: To the west And I'm stroking To the mother <laughs> Oh god What was that That
1: was amazing <laughs> um, Let's see if he's still going I think he just Stroking yeah, he's just up. Um, oh, hung up. Okay, John Weeks, what do you say yeah. we take a three-minute break? Okay. All right, we're gonna take a three-minute break. Go pee, take a quick dump, you know, do something like that, and we'll be back in three minutes. All right. Not a problem. All right, here we go. the door, just trying to leave, She's trying, trying, just to please, I think to myself, stop it now, you're caught in your web, it'll feel like hell, hysterical, a miracle, counting the days, thinking I'd come in some flower vase, sorry, the so sorry, can you forgive, the only John Weeks, did, did you enjoy that song? I did actually. That was, a, that was a really good song. It was like a cross between
3: um, kind of like Shine Down, a little bit of a Collective Soul, and uh, and uh, some really kind of like Metallica uh, vocals. It was good.
1: I believe you mean Shine. Oh, sh- Shine. Yeah, just, uh what? Yes. Wasn't it called? <laughs> Well, let's find this out right now, because now I'm um, collective soul. I know the song is—you know—it goes Let Your Life Shine Down, but I'm pretty sure it's Just Shine. Yep,
0: no, you're right. No, you're right. No, I, I you
1: was, no, Boom. No, you're right. You're right. You're, no, you're right. It is. It is. It is. It is. You're right. <laughs>
0: okay. Because, um, Didn't you love let that, let you that song?
1: That was right. That was in that era that we love. That is. I like that song. I love that song, actually. Uh, it was really good.
2: A lot of emotion. You know, <laughs>
0: what
2: was that?
1: There was a lot of emotion in that song. I liked it. Can, can you sing sing a couple bars?
3: I'm down. I'm coming down,
1: girl. <laughs> See, I remember it sounding nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it being, whoa, ever a little light shine down. Oh, Something yeah, like that's, that. right. that's right. That's right. You gotta let it shine.
3: You gotta let it shine. Come on, let it's it shine. Gonna, Come on. Uh, shine on me. Oh, carry it, carry it. This little it, it, light not, shine
1: See, down. that's the voice that Fogarty should have used instead of, can't find a better man. <laughs> you know, because Eddie Vedder and the shine guy have a similar intonation, tonality, and phraseology.
0: I can't find a better
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, it's surprising. Tom Fogarty is so adept at pop culture. How the fuck does he not know who Eddie Vedder is? <laughs> well, you know, I don't... Uh, that's a good question. I don't know who his favorite music uh,
3: artists are or musicians are. I Maybe that was not his time period, but he should know them. They were a mega bands. They were a super bands.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, Weeks, I'm 41 days sober, and I've lost 18.6 pounds so far.
3: Oh, my God. Congratulations. My friend, on both counts, sober thank you, and thank losing you. weight.
1: Uh, which, you know, on the up and up, trying to, trying to get my life back together here.
3: This is a positive, positive thing, and I can't can't congratulate you enough. I mean, I saw a picture of your, your face, at least. You look like a totally different person. You look like thinner than I remember you, ever.
1: Well, that is not true, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, you. You know, for Valentine's Day, some weird cars have been floating around the Internet. Uh, it, one says, and this is just like, you know, how we live in the modern age, I guess. Mm-hmm. One says, there is nobody else I'd rather lie in bed and look at my phone next to. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> Another one says, baby, I would pause my game for you. Another card said I like you more than pizza And I really like pizza
0: I like And that the one. last
1: one I saw said We both hate the same stuff
3: Oh my god I mean, They are a good, uh, good sign of the times I don't know if the times are good though um, <laughs> I like
1: that That's very poetic
0: Thank you, thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure we just broke into song at some point in there. No,
3: I think we did, it. it sounded actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear
1: about these, these farting cows that caused an explosion?
0: <laughs>
1: I heard something uh, along those lines.
3: I, I didn't know they actually caused an explosion. Did they really?
1: Yeah, a barn in Germany exploded on Monday after a static elect charge ignited a cloud of methane gas <laughs> inside the barn. The source of the methane... The barn's cows, about about 90 of them, (laughs) whose belching and flatulence, a.k.a. burping and farting, contain large amounts of the gas. The explosions damaged the roof of the barn and (laughs) burned one of the cows.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my. That's got to be a weird smell. Burping, farting, and, uh, you know,
0: steaks. (laughs) And what?
3: Steaks? Like steaks, because the cow's on fire. It it would probably smell like
0: mm,
1: hamburgers or something. That (laughs) (laughs) That was big. (laughs) And then the article goes on to say, yes, farts are funny, especially cow farts, but they're also a big problem for the environment. Methane from livestock's natural body processes accounted for about 23% of all human-related methane emissions in the United States in 2011. Um, Of all domestic animal types, beef and dairy cattle were by far the largest emitters of methane, accounting for 96% of methane emitted by livestock. The other 4% comes from horses, pigs, goats, bison, mules, burros, and donkeys combined. Oh my gosh!
3: Well, that 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 is a a real danger actually to the environment. You know, we're. I thought a uh, burro was a donkey. I thought so too. Uh, maybe a different kind of donkey. Maybe a mini
1: donkey is a burro. <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and then the other story that I've been meaning to talk to you about. Uh, did you hear about this true love bra? No, what's this? Well, what happens is bra that has been invented, I think, by the Japanese. um, Oh,
3: God. (laughs) That's
1: awfully racist.
3: No, no. They always have, like, they have great inventions, you know, of course, uh, technological invention, but they also go the other way and go way extreme, way extreme. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, here, this, this article, this relates to today. Are you single this Valentine's Day? This may not be the end of the world. After all, you're a fierce independent woman. However, the one downside to your hotness is that it's bound to attract some creeps. This is where the true love bra comes in handy. Created by a Japanese company, this high-tech bra will only unhook when the wearer is feeling in love. Call it the chastity belt for the digital age. What do you think about that? Wow! It only unhinges if the wearer is in love.
3: I mean, how do they kind of gauge love though? I don't know how do they measure it. I mean, is it based on, I guess, do they, their nipples perk up or something like <laughs> yeah, that? I don't. I don't know. I mean, do they get excited? Uh, I do. What you guys? Do. <laughs> how much is this bra though? How much is this? Uh, true love bra is expensive.
1: Oh jeez, I don't know if they sell. You want to see if they sell it somewhere? Uh, true <laughs> love bra uh, price. Why did it say Nike True Love bra? It's not by Nike, is it? It might um, be. Shopping. Let me look at it up in shopping. This can't be right. That's only these. These True Love bras are only twenty nine bucks, but these are not the smart bras. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> uh, what anyway.
3: That's dangerous, because huh? what, what happens if the bra unhinges, like, on multiple people, I guess, you know? Does that mean you're not supposed to be in a monogamous relationship, I guess? I, I don't know. It's, it, you could go haywire, too, you know?
1: That's true. Maybe they'll it's, convert to Mormonism.
3: That's right. That's right. I mean, may, it, maybe it's just a plan by Mormon, Mormons, not Mormons. Yeah.
0: Uh to take over the world. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe it's the plan by Mordens.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ooh. 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 Tom Fogarty just uh, tweeted this uh, Facebook to us. Oh, Clarence Carter Strokin. That's the song he was playing. He says, the perfect V-Day song for the single lover tonight. I go back to 1986 and the last time I was in the fabulous old Villano Beach called the Lady Sands. I wonder if that means like Lady Sands cock that had an actual (laughs) drive through window for your drinking and driving pleasure. Ew. And a woman who looks like Loretta Lynn in capital letters in a short skirt and old-school pointy-toed high heels playing this song over over and over and over and over and over again and again and again and dancing. For the old beach bum, it has a soft spot in my heart for Ryan Holmes and Jonathan Weeks. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's a good guy.
3: Tom Folger is a great guy. Great kid. I don't
1: know. Stro- I don't know, he's man. Stroking like, it all he's, night. He's dedicating a song called "Stroking" to us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, it's a. Uh, it, it sounds like a you know good tune though.
1: <laughs> well, before we get into our final uh, segments here, uh, there's one thing I want to try tonight. There's, uh, let's try and do one of these these Mad Libs on the air. Uh, oh. You know, I, I I got the idea the other night when my friend Victoria Houston Ellum packed a uh, jam packed a crowd into this venue 54 Below, which is not a cheap place uh, at a fucking midnight show to, you know, she, she packed this fucking shit, it was, and she was amazing, and she had a cold, but it didn't matter, and you know, everyone came out to see her in the snow at midnight for fucking, you know, $25, 30 $50, I mean, Ooh. kudos to, to Tori for doing that, I you know what great I mean? Job. Anyway, she did, the end of her show, her encore, she did a Mad version of My Funny Valentine, where she asked the crowd for adjectives and stuff and whatever, so by the end of it, when she posted her Facebook, like, thanking everyone for coming, uh, this quote or whatever came from the Mad Libs, and she was like, thank you so much for making this night so special. I love you all from the bottom of Justin Bieber's taint or something like that.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sounds pretty cool, actually. Creative.
1: All right. So here we have five different categories. Um, I want you to choose which one we're going to do. You have mixing business and pleasure in Vegas, that's one. Office party oaths, that's two. Pick up lines, hangover cures, or office speak. What do you want to do? Hangover cures.
2: Anal repures? <laughs>
1: okay, speaking anal- of that. Anal cures. for... <laughs> Hangover cures. All right. Give me a a part of the body, but make it plural. Okay. Make it plural. Okay. Boobies. (laughs) (laughs) Type a plural. uh, Give me a plural noun. Plural noun. Fifth.
3: Fits or fistuses? <laughs> fistuses. Like fists of carbs, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, fists of, of iron. Fistuses. Fistuses.
1: Fist Elmira? Who's Elmira? <laughs> Fist fits, fits, fits of iron versus iron. Oh, iron. You say it like Norm Macdonald. It's iron, not iron. <laughs> not
0: iron. <laughs>
1: Iron, Larry King was like, Why are you saying iron? It's iron, <laughs> Noah. Anyway iron, give me another iron. noun. We just...
2: What? Uh, <laughs> another noun?
0: Huh, what, huh? <laughs> You're
3: okay. It, baby. Um another noun. Um
1: female. She Yes. Okay. See so, well why are you all nouns? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, give me another noun. House. <laughs> have you been watching the following?
0: No, I have not. I
1: just chosen okay. really it. <laughs> Finally, give me an adjective. Sexy. And give me a plural noun. Bed sheets. Say that again? Bed
0: sheets.
1: (laughs) Bed sheets. And give me an adjective? Crumbly. (laughs) And give me a plural noun? Dipsticks. And give me a number. Nine. And give me a noun. Snow. What the fuck? Oh. Snow. And give me an adjective. Um Sloppy. Sloppy?
3: Uh sloppy.
1: Okay. And give me a noun? And give me a noun? Keys. <laughs> what
2: is it? <laughs> key, key.
1: Key. Key. I mean key. Key. Sorry. Key like that you open a door with? Correct. Okay. <laughs> and an adjective? <laughs> Nasty. I just realized how boring this must be to the listener. And a noun: um,
3: coffee grounds. <laughs>
0: what?
1: And the name of a coworker: Bob. And an adjective.
3: Party. Is Party an
2: adjective? <laughs> farty. Party
1: yeah. And and a part of the body. Some. Some. Some Almost there. Now select an image. What? Alright, so I gotta <laughs> select an image from my photos. That's odd. I'm just gonna put a picture. I'm just gonna put a picture of me and DJ. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Oh God! All right, let me take a, a swig of water for this one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. You're sure. unsteady. On un, uh, remember the topic. It's hangover cures. You're unsteady on, on your boobies. You're breaking out in cold fists, and you have a split, and you have a splitting she male ache.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, it's a hangover, and you need help. Cure one, the bloody lighthouse. There is there is no sexy substitute. The curative bed sheets in this crumbly drink are astonishing. Ah, the coffee cure. <laughs> many many fish sticks swear that nothing equals nine nine cups of black snow. Okay. Many fistic swear that nothing equals nine cups of black snow to rid you of that sloppy
0: headache. Cure
1: three. Power cure. This one works like a jalopy for most people. This one works like a jalopy for most people. Stands under the key and alternate <laughs> and alternate between
2: and alternate
0: between
2: hot alternate between hot and nasty water.
1: your cell coffee grounds and call Bob if if he is a farty friend he will cover your thumb the end (laughs) oh my god that that was actually really funny I know usually these things you know they're disappointing but this oh man that's shifting between that whole third cure this one works like a jalopy for most people and alternate between hot and nasty water? Incredible. Like, imagine somebody taking this advice and standing under a key, and somehow there's there's water, and it goes, you, you have to actively try to get nasty water out of the thing in the hospital. The dog that lives by herself, Mousie is doing at this very here moment time and date in, day, in oh. Valentine's Day two thousand fourteen at the beginning of President's Day weekend?
0: Well
3: Mousie well, you know, since we left off, Mousie was in trial, remember? She was the verdict was still coming forward. Um the move for mistrial because Mousie was found having an illicit affair with the uh, judge at hand. Uh, basically, hopping the leg of the judge. And, was the um, judge
1: a human or a dog? I forget. The
3: judge was a, hu- the judge was a human.
1: Oh, ew, bro, gross,
3: bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, and ever since then, they found that they found that out. It was it was called a mistrial. So. Valentine's Day, Mousy has had some feelings of remorse for her friend Corey's death. Um and too bad it's too late. Corey was a good friend of mine and uh, we were trying to find some <laughs> justice, but unfortunately the trial didn't you bring were what? Breakfastes? <laughs> so uh unfortunately, uh, you know, the trial didn't bring uh Corey any justice. So what uh Mousy did in her time of remorse was she visited Corey's grave and uh, She shat on his Gravestone
2: actually <laughs> Intentionally? Uh, yes
3: intentionally And um, Well that's not remorse is it? <laughs> well, I, I think in Mal's, she's Sick twisted mind
1: She believes it's remorse So <laughs> So next time I see you John Weeks if I shit on you You should take that as a good thing <laughs>
2: In in Mousy's culture I believe it is
3: And um, She You know Now she's Not living the crazy life anymore She's back at home And uh, You know Right now She's just Kind of living life L- Listening to the show Loving the show And uh, You know Feeling bad about Corey But You know I don't think this is done yet I don't think Corey is really You know Done with her <laughs>
1: and that's the cliffhanger for the week. That's the cliffhanger, yes. Okay. Oh, John, Wee, what's your favorite scene in She's the main man with a okay. My scene in She's the main bang, bang debate bang debate bang debate bang debate
3: debate 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 the main the debate the main debate debate bang debate bang debate bang debate bang debate 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 a movie, it's a show, I think it oh, was the God. third episode. I think you know what this show is.
1: I think I do, and I think... <laughs> oh, God, your your favorite scene may just be the same as my favorite scene this week.
2: <laughs> are
1: you serious? Go ahead,
2: and we'll see. No, no, are you serious? Okay.
3: Well, it's kind of long. Okay, okay. It's, a, it's a scene from the show, True Detective Mind. <laughs>
1: yep. You know,
3: is it, is it the same?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Is it? Yeah, keep going. Yep, keep going. I, okay, okay. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm just hoping I that our, our parts of the show are different, but I doubt it. Oh, gosh. Right. <laughs> okay, Okay, uh, I don't want to steal your scene. No, go ahead.
3: It's fine.
0: Okay, all right,
3: okay. She plays, this, and I'm probably going to do a much worse job, uh, but uh, she plays this detective's and he's recounting this kind of, she's recounting, or he, she is recounting this story, and there it goes. Now, there are broader ideas at work, mainly what is owned between us as a society for our mutual illusions. Now, 14 straight hours of staring at DVDs of the things that you think of, you ever done that? You look in their eyes, even in a picture. Doesn't matter if they're dead or alive. You can still read them. You know what you see? They welcomed it, Hmm, not at first, but right there in that last instant, it's unmistakable relief because they were afraid, and now they see for the very first time how easy it was just to let go. And they saw in that last nanosecond what they were, that you, yourself, the whole big drama, it was never anything, nothing but a jerry-rig of presumption and dumb will. Hell, you can just let it go. Finally, now you don't have to hold on so tight to realize that all your life, all your love, all your hate, all your memory, all your pain, it was all the same thing. It was all the same dream. The dream that you would inside in the locked room, dream about being a person. And like a lot of dreams, there's a monster at the end of it. <laughs> and that's
1: my favorite scene. She's a main, main, picture, main, main,
2: main, main, main. Very nice. Very nice. Mine. <laughs> Thank you. <sir. laughs> is
1: it the same? And, uh, is the same? Yeah. My my favorite scene, and she's mine, main is from the HBO show True Detective. And uh, Amanda Baines plays a detective uh, who works with Woody Harrelson. And she uh, is. Uh, kind of doing a a narration, and she says, you, yourself, this whole big drama, it was never anything but a jerry-rig of presumption and dumb will, and you could just let go. Finally know that you didn't have to hold on so tight to realize that all your life, you know, all your love, all you hate, all your memory, all your pain, it was all the same thing. It was all the same dream, a dream you had inside a locked room, a dream about being a person. And like a lot of dreams, there's a monster at the end of it. What do you say we all go on outside, take our shirts off? And that's what they scene. seen. She's the main man with a main, a main, main.
2: excellent <laughs> job. God, God damn it, we have the same fucking team. I know,
3: but what does that tell you? What does that tell you how great that show is, that both of us, not even talking about this, have the same exact scene at the end of the show? That's
1: amazing to me. That that's, that's, that show is great. It is so great. And, and you know, it, you must also watch House of Cards. But, yes, True Detective is so great. And, uh, okay, so uh, B Marsh is, like, coming back from a bus, on a bus from Boston or something. And he mm-hmm. asked me for any Netflix recommendations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I said, do HBO Go and do True Detective. So he does. And, um, and then, of course, he was like, yo, True Detective is fucking amazing. And I was like, yup. And then uh, on last Sunday night, after the episode aired, I got to wait until after because I don't have HBO, so... I put it on on the HBO Go. Hope nobody's you know. I hope nobody's listening to this that could you know find out <laughs> I'm using someone else's HBO Go. Uh, but uh, I'm putting. I put it on and I start watching it on my Roku on the TV. And then I was getting tired. You know, it's late Sunday night. So then I I turn in my bed to the wall. Another thing was that. The, the Roku crashed right, like, during the crazy-ass scene at the end of the last episode. Uh, right. It crashed, like, right in the middle of that when Matthew McConaughey is just killing mad people. Um, right. And, uh, and, and I was like, oh, what timing. So then, And then I was tired anyway, so I turned to my side, because I guess I, you know, maybe I go to sleep that way or something, and, and I put it on, on the iPad, and then you know, I, what I do, I, I uh, you know, I, I, I watched the end of the show, and then I fell asleep, and then I tell Demar this the next day, and he flips out, and he's like, he's like, you go to sleep when you watch shows on the first run, boy,
2: oh, what the fuck is wrong with you, and I said, what are you talking about, if I'm, I watched it in bed, I was tired, it was late, I didn't fall asleep <laughs> during it, what's wrong with you, and that's
1: where that conversation went.
3: Oh my god. That show and some of the scenes in that show are just so unsettling and chilling. I've never seen I the only thing I can kind of compare it to is like seven. You know? Seven, the movie? Yeah. I think it's it's of that quality. I I think Matthew McConaughey is just phenomenal. I I mean I always knew he was a good actor, but uh, you know, this has just shown his real talents. You know, he's very disturbing, actually.
1: Did you see The Wolf of Wall Street? I have not. Did you see Dallas Buyers Club? I have heard great things about it, but I have not seen that either. Yeah. Well, he is great in both of those movies. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, he's in for about five minutes, and he's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
3: But True Detective is like, one of those shows you wait for such a long time for, and it just comes out of nowhere. This is like, an amalgamation of the best shows. It's like the, you know, the chill, chill chilly coolness and scariness of like X-Files combined with, um, it's just like really good. The dialogue between him and Woody Harrelson's character is just, I think it's just incredible.
1: I mean, you just said it was the culmination of a bunch of shows and you only said X-Files. Just want to point that out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, Uh X-Files. I would put the wire in it because of the crime and detective nature of it. Um, and then I would throw Seven in there cause it's, but that's not a show. Um, and it's just great. So
0: seven to Heaven.
3: So, uh, and a little bit of Seven to Heaven with uh, Jessica Biel's character. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, It's my favorite show ever. Is it really? I don't watch a lot of TV so uh, but this show, oh, yes. you know, right from the get go, caught my attention. I, I don't know, I, I love it.
1: Yes. You know the that that it is a like a, True Detective is like a a a what do you call it? Uh, an anthology. Yeah. Yeah. Series type yeah. Thing, so that it, it's so going to be that makes
3: it a little depressing because um, I guess after this, you know, first eight episodes, these guys will be gone, or it'll, it'll go on to a new right. story or whatnot.
1: But um, Yeah, So either you know, either it'll be a whole different story with different act, uh, actors or it'll be a different story with the same actors, which is what American Horror Story has been doing there. Right? And, you know, when American Horror Story did that, I was pissed off, but it seemed to work for them. So, uh, you know, hopefully it'll it'll work out with this one as well. But I really do like the two of them together. Yeah.
3: And, and who would have thought that, too? You know, Woody Harrelson's kind of, and I like the way they portray the characters. It's like, you know, you think one, one of them's bad, but they're really not. The other one's bad, and he was good in the beginning. But, you know, you don't know if they're, like, the same character either. They might be the same person, but just two different kind of personalities. I don't know. But um, they go their interaction together is, is amazing. And it's getting really – I don't know. The action in the film is, like, so intense. It's not like any show or movie I've ever seen before. It's like you're you're yeah. in a show, you know? Huh. It's, like, it's almost like you're in the show. It's, like, insane, yeah. I think.
1: Whatever they've done the last two episodes for the endings has been, like, I think two episodes ago with the whole monster dream speech. And then the, the whoever's scoring it was so brilliant yeah. because it was so unsettling with the music and the narration yeah. and the monster uh, and then the la- the latest episode, the whole thing when they go into the, uh, the, the stash house and right. then, you know, people start attacking each other and whatever, all of that, and I think the reason why it doesn't look like anything you've seen before, found out all of that was shot in one take. So there were oh. no, you know, there were no camera cuts or no redos or anything. All that whole scene, you know, when McConaughey's, Dragging the guy and they climb the fence right. and all that shit. It's it was all done at once, so that's right. different. Right,
3: and everything's like so perfect. Even like the swearing in it is like, you know, like even like that one scene where he's just like dragging the guy ginger through the, the apartment and he, he gives a Woody Harrelson's a character a call and he's like, "60 seconds, motherfucker!" You know that kind of thing. And it's like so intense. It's like. Oh, yes. my God. This, uh, this could be real. This could be, like, something that really happens in New Orleans. Not on a daily basis, but it could happen, you know. And um,
1: Does think, it take place think, in New Orleans? What? Does it take place in New Orleans?
3: I thought it was New Orleans. I thought it was. Oh. Um, yes, I think it was, because I remember seeing the uh, highway sign with Beaumont, and uh, I think that's in, in, uh, near New Orleans. And um, uh, I think it's a lot, like, yeah, seven, if you were to combine two movies and make the show, it would be seven. And I think I think it's got elements of No Country for All Men. It's kind of like leaves you with a
0: you
3: know depressing, kind of chilling, unsettling feel at the end of every episode. I think.
1: Yeah. Oh my God, that that dream monster ending was I, I like I, I was again I was in bed and you know late Sunday night I was going to go to sleep. And right. of course, after that, it all like the it, it like put all this energy into my like chest and shoulders in in the form of like this crazy weird tension. But it was like energetic tension, and it just made me feel basically awful. But I loved it. Yeah,
3: yeah, no, I agree with that. I think the, and of course the I can show. Sleep. Right. I think the show. The show. Uh, you know, like you said, with the score, and the acting, and the interaction, and then just the This this feeling that something's going to explode That something's going to happen That something terrible is going to be in the next scene It's like, uh, it leaves a uh, You know, feeling that you want to see the rest of it And it's like uh, Just a great show That's a great show, you know
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely (laughs) All right. well I think we've come To our demise Tonight Oh, no
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't, no
1: (laughs) I wish we had (laughs) I wish we had a great ending like they have that made people feel terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we
3: always do. We have a great ending it's because That's people true. want to come back and they want to hear us. Do it
1: all over again.
3: <laughs> all right. Well,
1: everybody have a wonderful, happy Valentine's Day. Remember to go to com for your final, uh, you know, last-minute Valentine's Day gift. You could get the cock rings and the Amazon (laughs) gift cards and the movie tickets and just if you're going to get any of that stuff, do it through us. You get you get a better price. Um, And uh, no, you no you tell it. Uh, I will be participating in with three other storytellers on uh, Monday night, President PM at Jimmy's Forty Three. I believe it's in the village. I'm not sure if it's the East or West village. It's in one of them though in New York. It's easy to find. Um, and, uh, uh, John Weeks, uh, this was fun. This was Friday. This was new. This was different. This I'm, I'm even doing the show in a different room than I usually do. But, uh, thank you for, for coming on this journey with me, my friend. Hi, uh, thank you. You know, Mr. Holmes and uh, the show,
3: uh, is the best on earth. And, uh, again, I'm just tagging along and, uh, just happy to be on the ride. Just reach, I'm joyriding here, and uh, you're, you're driving us to uh, to the fantasy land here.
1: <laughs> of of Somalia. Of Somalia, of course, of course. So I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz, hit the brakes, Florence, and if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing?
3: Cover her some chocolate, give her an axe, let her cut down a cherry tree and have it yourself a very nice President's Day and nice Valentine's Day as well.
0: What? What? <laughs> I, I never
1: mind. washington. <laughs> give her some chocolate and give her an act. Cover her in chocolate and give her an act and have any What are you saying? Co- cover her in chocolate. Like a fondue.
3: Give her an axe. Let her cut down a cherry tree. But she ain't never lied. Have a great <laughs> Independence Day. Have a great Valentine.
1: Hey, Weeks. Remember to turn the clocks down. Oh, that's right. You mean break them, right? Split, break them. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it
2: means. Right? You got to break the, the clocks down, right? No, it's turn. You got this weekend.
1: Remember to turn the clocks down.
2: Oh, we got to turn back time. No,
3: turn the clocks down. Okay, I'll turn, I'll turn them
2: down. I'll press, I'll, I'll and then turn them down. <laughs> Apparently, you're going through
1: puberty right now.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm okay. going, i going through puberty all the time. <laughs> well, that's you should see a doctor. But you know, it, I, I love that. I, I the other day I was leaving work and. Someone like accidentally, we accidentally said turn the clocks down, and now I just love confusing people with that. I'm
3: very confused right now. I don't know. I, I, I want to change the time now. Now I'm going to turn it back, and I'm going to be late for everything, or early
2: for everything, actually.
1: <laughs> no, but that's I don't mean turn it back. I mean turn your clocks
2: down. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll try to find the
1: uh, volume button and turn back. <laughs> All right. Good night, John Weeks. I love that I left you with a bit uneasy feeling, though.
2: I'm I'm I'm, I'm
3: really unsettled right now. I don't know what to do with myself. I really I don't want to go to bed now. This
0: is I don't know what True that Detective.
3: means. I don't know what that means. I uh, I don't even want to look at a clock now. This is just like True Detective now. You're in Texas now. No, this is this is just like True Detective now. It's so unsettling. I don't know what to do
1: with my clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you. You might want to find out what you should do with your clock pretty soon. Maybe see a
0: <laughs> urologist
1: or something. Okay. I will. I will. Good, good night, John Weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, Ronald. Good
0: night.